Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646 915 8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thttucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. This is Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Christmas week day Wednesday. How's everybody doing? It's actually Christmas. Uh-oh. Are we live? We are. Holy Christmas. It's Christmas time. All right, I won't sing for you guys because that's really bad. We all know that. But Merry Christmas week day Wednesday. I know I've been threatening this for like 11 months. <laughs> Starting like... You guys are slow today, man. Get off the cushions, get on some green crack or something, just speed it up. Um, but yeah, since like February, I've been threatening Christmas <laughs> and the little bells. And seriously, if you guys aren't ripping those bombs right now, you're in trouble. And we're on family family. So rip it up and the little bells, take a hit. That's the show for today. I need like, I need a joint. It's kind of hard to take a hit of the bombs really fast when you're uh, doing a radio show. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, December 25th. If you're in another country, you don't do Christmas. You don't know about our crazy holidays. Because it could be happening. There could be someone out there who's completely oblivious to all of this Christmas crap. It's all that. But you know, for me, um, I wasn't much of a fan of Christmas growing up. It just wasn't um, wasn't something I, I enjoyed. We're getting dinged. Um, hello out there, we're on the radio show. But I learned over the years that what really, you know, for me, what I take Christmas to mean, or or even just the phrase, Merry Christmas. It's more like, you know, hi, how are you? Hi, I love you. Hi, I'm thinking about you. Hi, you know, anything. Just hi, get hi. Let's see here. We are going to just, Oh, no, we're not. Do we have to? I don't even know where my Facebook is right now to shut it off because that's what we're getting messages from. So I don't know how to use my own computer either. Um, but we're going to read some. Um, oh, that's where it is. We're going to read some uh, articles today, maybe. <laughs> and then it's going to be an, an easy Christmas morning. Uh, Cannabis Kid, Merry Christmas, Silver Sister. Merry Christmas, everybody out there. Merry Christmas to the staff and doctors at Tumbleweeds Health Center. That's right. Come on down, just not today, and get certified. We're close today and yesterday. It's nice to have a couple days off in a row. Um, Thank you, everybody, for the invites to all the really fun, festive events out there. But I've been so tired after this movie, and we literally don't do this but a couple times a year. Um, so I just took the day off and hung out in my jammies all day long. This is where I am now, my jammies. I love it. I love it. Wednesday, Wednesday in your jammies. It's a good day. Um, so anyway, come on down to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Check out tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Oh, and I'm just looking at some gifts I got around the house. I'm going to give a huge shout out to my neighbors. Pinkertons, you know who you are. Little, you guys are awesome. I love all my neighbors. Just, you know who you are. All of you. I can't name you all because there's like 4,000 neighbors that I love out there. But just know, you're awesome. 
Anywho, um, what did you, what we did, did you get your name this year? I think I handed out some CD, because <laughs> that's the legal thing to do. <laughs> um, now, you know, there's nothing wrong with some brownies. Uh, anywho, let's see what's going on. We've got some jazz and tea. Um, MG, thank you again so much for sending us your awesome magazine. Um, this one came with a, a pot leaf with people that made up the pot leaf. And it says the 50 top employers. All right, we'll have to check that out. But I do like the news and the, um, the fun stats. So, um, oh, I like this. Here we go. A different cannabinoid. Yay. Oh, <laughs> CDC discovers possible connection in vaping related lung injury cases. Okay. Guys, chill out with your vape. Seriously. You, you, you never saw Pa vape it out all day long. <laughs> Seventeen-year-old boy received a double lung transplant. Ooh, to avoid what doctors termed imminent death after developing e-volley or e-cigarettes or vaping products use associated lung injury. Wow, vaporated uh, vaping associated lung injury. E-vaporate uh, vapor associated lung injury. That's nasty. They've given this a term now. Oh my God. So officials at the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, believe they found a potential culprit, vitamin E acetate. Oh. Who knew? Uh, the substance commonly used as a thickening agent in topical and ingestible applications had been a suspect almost from the beginning of the disease outbreak. The CDC made its tentative assessment public after testing fluid samples obtained from the lungs of 29 patients suffering from e -volley. The agency also revealed 82% of the samples contained THC and 62% contained nicotine. Well, that's interesting. Uh, officials caution the statement does not represent a definitive conclusion as tests involving multiple federal agencies are ongoing and other contributors to the syndrome, including compounds, chemical reactions, and the vaping process itself may surface. And see, that's what I was talking about, the vaping process itself. So often, I know I'm not the only one that sees this, where, wow, there's a strange noise coming through this. Let me turn that down. Oh, maybe it's a, the all our friend spirits. We love you guys. Um, but these vape, the people that vape, those huge, with those big tanks, and even sometimes with the little tiny battery things, I've never seen people inhale such large quantities of vapor in my life. It's ridiculous. And what comes out of the steam? It's like <laughs> this stuff is unreal. Um, I can't even tell you. So one time when we were at the other health center, um, we were in a room. I don't know. It was, it was our entry room. And a young lady sat in there. She must have been uh, late teens. And she had this vape pen. It was not a pen even when they say pen. It's like a big pen, people. <laughs> they say vape tank. Get your vape tank out. But that's what they are. There's these huge tanks just filled with fluid. And she had this, like, lemon flavor going on. And all I saw from the other room was these plumes of smoke that were coming out of the other room and I walked in there and I could barely see it. I said, excuse me, <laughs> do you think if, uh, you think you could vape that outside because the whole room's filled and I don't think that everybody wants to have that. And she was, she didn't even know she was doing it. She was unaware of her surroundings so much that, uh, she didn't realize she had filled the entire room up with smoke. Okay, so be aware of your surroundings, for one thing, because I don't like to walk out of any building um, and walk straight into clouds of cigarette smoke. Um, that's just nasty. That is so nasty. 
And even when I go outside of my own house and I smell cigarette smoke, I'm like, wow. And my neighbors are a bit away. But even if they're in their backyards, you know, that stuff, smoke doesn't stay in the smoking section. So the whole process of how they vape, how much they vape, how often they vape, it's ridiculous. I mean, so people are giving up cigarettes, but they're taking on this whole new addiction of vape, 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 just like constantly, like just inhaling and huffing and puffing. And they could blow your house down. Oh, where was it, you guys? God. <laughs> Man, you are slow. All right. Researchers. Cannabis may help cancer patients gain weight. All right. Here we go. Uh, Haifa, Israel. <clears throat> Twice daily consumption of capsules containing a combination of THC and CBD extracts may help cancer patients gain weight and temper muscle loss according to an Israel study published in the journal Integrative Cancer Therapy. Researchers followed a group of patients with advanced stage cancer for six months. At the end of the period, 17.6 of the subjects exhibited weight gain of at least 10%. Well, that's really good. Half maintained their weight. All self-reported improvement in appetite and mood, as well as reduction in pain and fatigue after cannabis treatment. Researchers also noted a decrease in tumor necrosis factor A levels, which measure inflammation, though they said the decrease was not statistically significant. Okay, well, at least it decreased. So there you have it. Uh, we've known for many years, well, at least uh, anecdotally I've known, I've seen it, um, and science is proving it, that cannabis does help cancer, can help heal it, cure it, kill it, uh, and definitely relieve and alleviate some, if not all, the symptoms of the treatments you may be going through and maybe of just the cancer itself. Um, so give it a try, folks. I'm always so surprised at, um, and this is just what our government has done to us, but people out there are just, they'll take, they'll take any pill. You know, if the doctor says you have to have this uh, because you have cancer or whatever you have, they'll just take it without, you know, really asking questions. And then these crazy side effects come on. And um, it's just insane the trust we give our doctors without, you know, knowing what's in the medications. And then cannabis comes along and it's a plant. Okay. Um, that's right. It's a plant. And people are scared to take it. Why? Because your government has told you that it's bad for you. But it's not bad for you. We all know it's good for you. We also know our government's been growing it for uh, 40, 50 years <clears throat> at the University of Mississippi. <gasps> That's right. They also have their own patients. We've had them on our show. So, you know, um, <laughs> don't believe everything you hear, folks. My mom always said, believe uh, none of what you read and half of what you see and now you can't believe any of it so boy boy all right california suspends 400 cannabis licenses let's read sacramento the California Bureau of Cannabis Control, CBCC, in early November suspended the licenses of 394 cannabis business, uh, businesses regulators say had not complied with track and trace requirements used to monitor the state's supply chain. Don't make us look bad out there. Businesses suspended including distributors, retailers, delivery services. A spokespersons for CBCC called the suspended businesses stragglers who had missed the extended deadline for training and uploading data to the monitoring system and still needed to complete the process. Serious. Slackers is what they should be called. The suspensions are expected to affect 5% of California's legal cannabis supply chain. Cannabis industry advocates warned the move would encourage black market business to encroach further. Well, and I can't really say slacker because I know maybe if one of you out there, you're like, I didn't slack. Okay, there could have been a whole lot of red tape or a whole lot of something that we just didn't know about. So, um, but for whatever reason, that that's a lot of businesses to uh, shut down. 
or suspend. All right, here we go. Make it so. Sir Patrick Stewart, the British Shakespearean actor, perhaps better known for uh, for portraying Captain Jean-Luc Picard in the Star Trek fictional universe, is uh, castigating the British government for being slow to expand the medical cannabis program. Stewart, 79, lives part-time in the U.S. and treats severe arthritis in his hands with cannabis. Who doesn't treat severe arthritis with cannabis of some sort? Yeah, lather that stuff in. Soak in it. Bathe in it. Get it on your hands. Eat it. Drink it. Smoke it. Do Whatever you need to do, do it. Uh, CBD possession leads to lifetime border ban. Uh-oh. Two Canadians were banned for life from entering the United States after they attempted to cross the border with CBD oil. Hemp-derived products containing less than 0.3% THC are legal in both countries, but... U.S. Customs and Border Patrol confiscated the products and fined each Canadian $500. Who, what, why, where, when? How? That's not okay. I mean, really, that's not okay. They're banned for life because they had CBD oil? Come on. That's just ridiculous. Wow. That's crazy. There must have been something else going on there, folks. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, God had had some... Oh, maybe there was some crack or something else in the car that they're not Band for life with CBD oil. Uh-oh. Neil Young is tangled in red tape. U.S. immigration officials reportedly told uh, prolific singer-songwriter and Toronto native Neil Young he must retake the U.S. citizenship exam, even though he passed the first time. Because of his history of illicit marijuana use and involvement with people known to use cannabis, Young seeks U.S. citizenship so he can vote in the 2020 election. Wow, look at that. There you go. Wow. So speaking of voting, get you guys uh, just whoever's out there, do your research and vote and make sure they like the weed. I think most people are on board with weed these days. You're being stubborn, and you're being too old school, like old, old school. You know what I mean? Sleep on it. All right. In a Sensi product survey of 246 anonymous respondents, 73% preferred cannabis edibles to dealing with insomnia. Of those, 91% reported they found the products effective. The study also revealed 84% of patients who had used both cannabis and pharmaceutical sleep aids found cannabis to provide better uh, results with fewer side effects. Amen. I mean, this is a show about weed after all. <laughs> Rapper Drake launches Weedline, Canopy Growth Corporation. In partnership with multinational, multi-vertical, canopy growth musician, actor, and fashion maven, Drake launched More Life Growth Company, a fully licensed cannabis producer based in Drake's hometown of Toronto, Canada. Canopy Growth, backed by beverage alcohol giant Constellation Brands, also has brand relationships with Snoop Dogg and Seth Rogen. And you can check them out at uh, Canopy Growth. .com. All right. And you can check out the Sensi products, too, at SensiProducts.com. You know where else you can check out good products? At the Grower's House at 3635 East 34th Street, right here in Tucson. I'm hoping that they're home with their families um, doing Christmassy things. I'm sure they are. Hello, Nate, hello, Paul, and everybody down at the Grower's House. We love you. Um, check them out, Grower'sHouse.com. They've always got great sales, and I'm sure they're just spectacular right now. And magical. We love sound effects. It's Christmas. We can do whatever we want today. Why not? Wednesday. We'd say Wednesday. You know, uh, it was raining. Now it's probably sprinkling. And that's about that. So get on down to Grower's House if you want to grow anything. Um, I've got some really cool um, non-GMO strawberries I bought at like sprouts like years and years ago I just decided to throw all the seeds in a bucket and see what happens and they grew uh, and I got my soil down at the grower's house so get down there and get some soil get some lights get some nutrients you can even get like um 
Kool-Aid, you know, different flavors, grape, bubblegum, different kinds of flavors for your plants. I'm not even kidding. It's it's seriously magical. Also, we want to give a little shout out to uh, Can the Health Online Digital Magazine. When you're done listening to this show, check them out. Can the Health <laughs> is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right. You can check them out. Actually, you can check them out um, right from our website at Tumbleweed Health Center. Dot com. Check it out. Everything you need to know is there, including the days we were open and closed. Closed yesterday and today. Even doctors and staff uh, break. And then we're also closed the 31st and the 1st, so you all can party, get hungover, and come back on the 2nd. <laughs> Don't to come back. <laughs> it's so funny when you work. Like, I worked, I've worked in big, bigger call centers, and, you know, they scheduled a ton of people on New Year's Day when we had to be there, but we all knew that there were going to be a lot of call-outs. <laughs> That's alcohol spot, not weed. All right, candy pens, aura. Ooh, this looks pretty. Um, built as an intelligent portable vaporizer, the award-winning aura durable zinc alloy shell and handmade quartz crystal glass atomizer are LED illuminated for fun and outfitted with four temperature settings to performance. Ooh, haptic vibration technology, five-second heat-up time, four-minute auto shutoff, and USB-C fast charging add extra functionality at candypens.com. Heck, and maybe we'll get some down at Tumbleweeds. Yeah, that's right. Tumbleweeds Center. And that's a really cool-looking little device. Okay, uh, aircraft clean vaporizer. Oh, it looks like it hooks up to your phone. Connect the vaporizer to the aircraft app via Bluetooth to deliver precise control over every aspect of the vaping experience. Zero burn dynamic vapor engine ser- um, serves each oil at optimal temperature. Air control and volume lock allow customization for individual vapor dosage. Secure pod function authenticates pods for peace of mind. Aircraft.com. That's a cool thing. <laughs> wonder if you could, like, limit yourself to not inhale the entire house. <laughs> Seriously, I think you're, like, checking in some children and animals. <laughs> All right, uh-oh, students sue colleges over medical use bans. That's right. I mean, we all know about secondhand smoke, so don't take it to class. But, come on, please. On the quad. Do we have quads anymore? Am I now? Am I quads? <laughs> no, not on your legs. <laughs> Phoenix, ooh, in recent lawsuits could establish a precedent for the legal rights of medical cannabis patients, at least on college campuses. Students in three legal states have sued their universities, alleging the school penalized them for medical marijuana use. The schools, which have zero tolerance, drug policies argue they could lose federal funding if they allow any kind of cannabis use since the substance remains illicit under federal law. Well, that's true. In Phoenix, Gateway Community College expelled, oh, Shaida Asar when she tested positive for cannabis on a drug test administered as part of the medical uh, technician certification process. Asar argued she has uh, polycystic ovary syndrome and uses medical marijuana to help with sleep. She sued, seeking a refund of tuition and other educational expenses. Connecticut nursing student Catherine Magner uh, sued Sacred Heart University after a positive test resulted uh, or prevented her from participating in required clinical rounds. Magner, a resident of Massachusetts, said she uses medical cannabis with a physician's recommendation in accordance with the law in her state. Connecticut does not prohibit medical marijuana use, but state law does prohibit public and private schools from discriminating against patients. The parties settled after uh, protracted negotiations. (laughs) And Caitlin McKeon, another nursing student with state-certified patient status, filed a uh, suit against Nova 
Southern University in Florida after the school threatened to expel her when she failed the drug test. McKeon said that when the, she enrolled in courses, the university specifically told her medical cannabis use would not be a problem. Yeah, so don't take that back. Jeez. All right. Hey, so let's see. It's December 25th, though. Are there any events that we, that we haven't missed? <laughs> I think everybody's kind of like taking some time to <laughs> There's a picture of Jesus uh, throwing up a bunch of money. It says the greatest uh, story ever told, and it, it talks about advertising. Well, there you have it, folks. There's a little bit from MG Magazine. Um, we might get into some other things from here, but um, maybe later. It's just those are great magazines to get, and I love the um, graphics. I'm a big graphic design person, so. I'm, I look at it. I don't do it. That's for somebody else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Get off the bong. Start laughing. All right. So Arizona and six other states are attempting to legalize marijuana in 2020. All right. To date, 33 states have legalized the use of medical marijuana, while 11 have legalized recreational uh, marijuana for adult use and possession. In 2020, which also happens to be a major election year, there will be seven states attempting to legalize recreational marijuana, the Motley Fool reported. These are the seven states attempting to legalize in t- marijuana in 2020. Arizona, a ballot initiative for marijuana legalization, is in the signature gathering stage. And here's what I'm going to say about every state with every ballot initiative or every amendment, or every legislative initiative, or any initiative out there, please read the entire thing. Read it. Read it. Read the whole thing. Seriously. Read it twice. Read it three times. And then when you're done reading it, read it again and highlight things, because I'm doing that myself. Because I've read two of the three, and we're almost, I guess I could read the other half of that, but we're almost done with the other half of the legislative one. And, um, you need to read these in full because you may or may not like what you're hearing in them. And I want to give a shout out to my bestie who got me uh, my tree topper this year, which is a pot leaf. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Betty. <laughs> Arkansas, multiple amendments for marijuana legalization are in the signature gathering stage. So please read the amendments, okay? Uh, Florida, multiple amendments for marijuana legalization are in the signature gathering stage. Again, read everything two or three times and highlight and ask questions and and get together and talk with people. Missouri, Missouri, an amendment for marijuana legalization is in the signature gathering stage. Uh, New Jersey, an amendment for marijuana legalization is in the signature gathering stage. New Mexico, a bill to legalize marijuana is in the works, and New Mexico's governor is pro-legalization. And South Dakota, woohoo! An amendment for marijuana legalization is in the signature gathering stage. Good luck, everybody out there, in your signature gathering. For one thing, make sure it's all legal, and just good luck getting um, on ballot in the ballot and winning with good initiatives. That's what we that's what we like. We like the good stuff that treats everybody. Patience businesses, neighbors, um, landlords, everybody. It treats everybody with respect and in respect to the patients because it's all about the patients. And you know what else it's all about on Christmas? I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunting, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Walk into my house, like what up? I got some good pot. I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop. Ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty My friend's like, damn, that's a stone-ass donkey Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's pizza time Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries Draped in a smuggie with my girl sitting next to me Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of iced tea 
for shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix, nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Welcome back to Weed Day Wednesday and Merry Flippin' Christmas. Woo! Hit the bong, everybody. Hit it, hit it, hit it. Come on, Zygmunt, hit it. Brand Island, hit that bong. Woo! All right. Welcome back. Um, we just told you about the states, uh, the seven states that are getting ready to try for legalization. Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Missouri, New Jersey, New Mexico, and South Flippin' Dakota. Yay! Good job. Good work, guys. Make sure they're good or they're not going to pass. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Um, let's see. You know what? <clears throat> you know what we haven't done? We haven't read off the list of uh, ailments for you guys. If you're out there and you're like, hey, I want myself some weed because I'm hearing you list all these ailments out there like in Arizona, what qualifies you? <clears throat> PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizure, including epilepsy, and all sorts of other seizures. So don't worry if you don't hear your seizure name on the list. HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, and just the agitation of Alzheimer's disease. I always go over this. There's so many different types of Alzheimer's. And so many ways someone could be agitated. Or maybe it's for the family member that's agitated. I mean, it's irritating. All right. In all seriousness, there's like almost 30-something types of Alzheimer's. Get cannabis for it. It helps eat the plaque away, which is what Alzheimer's is the problem. There's a plaque buildup, and then your little neurotransmitters can't do their chatting back and forth. And so let cannabis eat that away, and then they can chat again, just like that. Cachexia and wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or medical condition or just the treatment. So if you're if you don't even hear your if you've got IBS or insomnia and the medication that you're taking is making you sick and nauseous and can't eat or giving you 
migraines or even seizures. I mean, <clears throat> these medications are harsh. You can get your medical card for that. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can even email thctucson at gmail.com and uh, get on the website at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. I just thought of something. Are you all opening Christmas presents out there? Ooh, what'd you get? Call in and let me know what you got for Christmas. Ooh, what kind of bong did you get? Someone get a new vaporizer, new vape pen, one of these fancy gadgets. Um, but here's something that uh, High Times greats, a Christmas story. Which real meaning? Could Christmas be related to the great mushroom, Amadi, uh, Amanita? Muscaria? Well, let's just read a little Christmas story <laughs> from high times. <laughs> Look out, kids. I'm warning you now. For an article in the December 1979 edition of High Times, late great counterculture correspondent Glenn O'Brien examined the connections between Santa Claus and a specific kind of psychedelic mushroom known as the fly agaric, a.k.a. the toadstool that conquered the universe. In fact, the existence of Santa could be related to a shaman in Lapland who ate Aminata muscaria. Even the government supports the compelling association between Santa <clears throat> and the fly agaric. Was Santa a mushroom eater? <laughs> this year, as usual, you're going to get a lot of reminders on the subject of the real meaning of Christmas. And as usual, these reminders will just be reminders. They will say, and don't forget the real meaning of Christmas. They won't remind you what the real meaning is. They'll remind you just to remember it. <laughs> They'll assume you know what it is, and you do, don't you? The real meaning of Christmas goes something like this. Christmas. It's not just a time for spending vast sums of lavish gifts, eating and drinking heavily, and observing a complex of celebration scenarios derived more from the Druids and Vikings than from the Apostles. Nope. It's not just that. First and foremost, Christmas commemorates the birth of Jesus Christ. For Christians, it is the holiest of holy days, making the, <clears throat> marking the birth of a divine man. The first Christmas was the day God was made flesh. Now, that is certainly something to bear in mind as you make your Christmas rounds this year. <laughs> but don't let it put a damper on your shenanigans. <laughs> for unlike most of those, who would like to remind you of the real meaning of Christmas, we are not suggesting that you have a solemn, meditative, or restrained little Christmas. Nope, not at all. Maybe all the wild partying and gift-giving and artificially good manners that have sprung up around the day and all those funky old neo-pagan trappings uh, like the mistletoe and yule log and the old elf Santa are not really so far removed from the, mo uh, the most holy, real meaning of Christmas after all. <clears throat> high Times wants you to remember to do both things this Christmas. Get wild and high and ponder the significance of the highest, holiest of days. So there you go. Get your bong right now. Here we go. There may be more of a... Um, let me start that over. There may be more of a connection here than meets the first two eyes. Maybe there's a real meaning of Christmas that's even more real. Let's start with the basic real meaning. <laughs> All of a sudden, God's man. <laughs> That's the first Christmas. And a first-class mystery. How did, God, how did man become God? A tough question. The traditional religious answer is that God became man. But supposing it was the other way around, how did man do it? That's a very tough question, especially because there's very little, um, there is very little agreement as to how man became man. But maybe... The answers to both questions are similar, if not one in the same. Most docs think that man got to be man by evolution from apes. Then again, the apes are still around. The mystery hasn't been totally solved by science. <clears throat> Some researchers seek the key to the evolution of intelligence in the DNA molecule. Some suggest it drifted here in virus from other worlds. 
One evolutionary theory that gets better every day suggests that man became man through his apprehension of God through the ingestion of psychoactive plants. Hmm. A phenomenon still popularly known as seeing God. And who knows, maybe man got to be God or vice versa in a similar fashion. The first Christmas was two millennia ago, give or take a bit. Stories can change a lot in a week, so our search for the secret inside story, uh, inside story, the real meaning of Christmas won't be easy. We'll have to take a look at the facts. We'll even have to keep thinking. What's a fact? Above all, we'll have to keep our inspiration level high and hope for a perfect coincidence of the scientific method and shamanism or pharmacological uh, noticism. So keep your eye on the inner uh, <clears throat> inner cyst at all times. If this works, it might disappear. The secret funk gospel. To rehash the basic premise. Okay, again, this is Weed Day Wednesday, folks, all about marijuana. Now we're reading about psychedelics. Here we go. To rehash the basic premise. If a man takes drugs, he may see God. If an ape takes drugs, may he see man? <laughs> That's a good question. Which came first? The case for psychoactive plants as prime catalyst in the evolution of human consciousness creation has advanced remarkably over the last 30 years. And what not long ago was lunatic fringe thinking in academia is now a heavyweight contender of a theory. Its first great proponent was R. Godin Wasson, who rediscovered in the 50s the Mexican silo, oh, silo B mushroom culture. He later published a landmark of scholarship called Soma, Divine Mushroom of Immortality, um, <clears throat> in which he sought to prove that another psychoactive mushroom, the fly ar- uh, agaric, Am- Amanita muscaria, was the lost drug of the gods mentioned in the Vedic scriptures. Another significant contribution to the idea was made by Andrish Purish, uh, whose sacred mushroom, Key to the Door of Eternity, in 1959, made an impressive case for a similar usage of the fly agaric in ancient Egypt, although Purich, unlike Wasson, did not limit himself to traditional research methods, and most of his data came through a medium. Hmm. Although the question raised by them may have been hot questions in certain academic circles, they did not bring about a full-scale furor, nor did they instantly revolutionize uh, modern thought. But in 1970, John M. Allegro, a distinguished uh, theologist and the world's foremost authority of the Dead Sea Scrolls, exquisitely blew the finely tuned minds of his academic colleagues, uh, biologists and theologians alike, with the publication of the Sacred, the Sacred Mushroom of the Cross, Doubleday. R. Gordon Wasson in Soma, Divine Mushroom um, Immortality, had already presented a distinguished scientific case for the flies or for the fly agarics being Soma, the god plant of the Rig Veda, and the research of Wasson and others had already established widespread role of mushrooms in other shamanistic religions, but Allegro's serious scholarly case for Christianity being the decadent <coughs> oh, descendant and totally misunderstood oh, decadent and totally misunderstood remnant of a tremendously powerful magically fertility cult that used a mushroom called Christ Crucified was simply too much for almost everybody. It was bad enough that Allegro smoothly traced the origin of Yahweh to juice of fecundity, but to interpret the life of Jesus Christ as an allegory concealing a drug cult was simply <laughs> preposterous. But as Jesus said, the last shall be first, right? Maybe that's true for theories too. Anyway, even if preposterous, it's Great Christmas reading, and it certainly sheds a whole new light on the whole Christmas story. <laughs> That's for sure. Allegro's key to the Gospels is built into the fact that Semitic writing before and after the Gospel writers is uniquely rooted in puns as conveyors of multiple levels of information. Jesus and his followers are not walking mushrooms, but priests who use the various divine plants to heal, anointing the sick with them and casting out demons or various illnesses in their name. According to Allegro, the sacred mushroom is the manna that fell from heaven and fed the Israelites in the desert. It is also the sacrament, the body, uh, the body and the blood of Christ that Jesus fed his apostles. It is the unleavened bread. 
The body of Christ was born in a stable, traditional birthplace of mushrooms. At night of a virgin, the virgin birth is of particular interest since it explains the particular form of reproduction of fungi. And no less an authority than um, Pliny quoted is characterized the Magi as the great peddlers of the ancient world. Their gifts to Jesus were medicines and drugs. Well, whether or not there was a historical Jesus remotely resembling the object of Christianity is besides the point this Christmas as the stars glide by Bethlehem. You can't even write, you can't write everything down. You have to use your imagination. Keep your eyes on the, on, on the focus here. According to Allegro, <clears throat> the real Christians wrote the Gospels when their cult was imperiled by Roman impre- uh, repression of the Jewish revolt of 866. He wrote, quote, Instigated probably by members of the cult, swayed by their drug-induced madness to believe God had called them to master the world in his name, they provoked the mighty power of, the, of Rome to swift and terrible action. The secrets, if they were not to be lost forever, had to be committed to writing, and yet, if found, the documents must be nothing away or betray those, uh, give nothing away or betray those who still dared defy the Roman authorities and continue the religious practice. Whoa. Ooh. The Gospels were the secret handbooks of the cult and Allegro described their intent to tell the story of a rabbi called Jesus and it, quote, to tell the story of a rabbi called Jesus and invest him <clears throat> with the power and the names of the magic drug to have him live before the terrible events that disrupted their lives to preach a love between men extending to hated uh, Romans, thus reading such a tale, should it fall into Roman hands, even their mortal enemies might be deceived and not probe farther into the activities of the sales of the mystery cults within their territories. Again, of course, this literary, this literary plot failed miserably and the cultists were uh, persecuted like nobody else in history. <laughs> until the secret had to be covered, until the whole thing was forgotten, Almost the greatest cover-up in history, and the cover organization, the copy of the original cult, became the greatest religion in history of the world and invented Christmas, the greatest religion, uh, religious holiday in history. Sound far-fetched? Of course it is, and so are you. Look at all the things you did this year. All the stupid, selfish, dumb things. Jesus, of course, will forgive you, but what about Santa? And remember, folks, this is coming from High Times Magazine. <laughs> Silliness. When it comes to Christmas, Santa is the one cat who can give Jesus a run for his money. (laughs) This is true. Christmas might be intended to commemorate the birth of Jesus, but for the kids, it's mainly the arrival of Santa. Now, who is this Santa Claus character, and what does he want? Actually, Santa Claus, like most uh, success stories of today, is a conglomerate personality. He is, of course, St. Nick, the patron saint of Greek sailors, but his real popularity began in Holland, where known as Santa Claus, he was associated with <clears throat> Christmas because of his, because of his alleged generosity, uh, thereby inspired the common uh, custom of gift giving. But obviously, the Santa of today bears virtually no resemblance of St. Nicholas, uh, Bishop of Myra, persecuted by Diocletian, who remains one of the more obscure martyrs in the heavenly uh, roster. But even the St. Nicholas of today, the patron saint of Russia, bears little resemblance to the jolly old elf who runs Christmas. Most of Santa Claus's characteristics, in fact, seem to be derived from Thor, the thundering hearth god of ancient blondes, who also celebrates his birthday on December 25th. Santa Claus is a sort of Thor emeritus who held the old pagan rituals together in, uh, in Europe uh, under Christianity. He rides through the sky on a sleigh drawn by flying reindeer, and of course he can uh, levitate after placing a finger to the side of his nose. Santa's workshop is located on the North Pole, and that would be without his red and white suit, and for that matter, where would the Salvation Army be? <laughs> the truth of the matter is that Santa's suit depicts the uh, um, Amanita muscaria, fly agaric, mushroom mentioned earlier. For one thing, his suit looks more like the mushroom than it does the suit of any other person, actual or fictional. If that isn't enough, consider that Santa is the world's largest employer of little people. 
It is well known that elves, gnomes, leprechauns, and other diminutive types are often seen in the vicinity of these mushrooms in the fields and in children's literature and interior design. And if that isn't enough, what about the flying reindeer? All right, well, anybody knows anything at all about reindeer knows that there are two things in the world that reindeer crave. Uh, human urine and mushrooms, particularly the fly agaric mushroom of the sort resembling Santa's suit. It would seem like that reindeer like to get off on the um, Amanitas as much as their Mongol owners do. No sane reindeer owner would consider whipping it out in front of the reindeer, much less 10, because the urine of the Amanita user has the same potency as the mushroom itself. Wow. Okay. Kids, as I told you guys, this could be a crazy show. Anyhow, this constellation of Amanita clues could be laid to coincidences if, if it were not for the flying and the levitation, both symptoms of Amanita eating rain, in reindeers and humans. It is also likely that Rudolph's <clears throat> red nose comes from Amanita consumption. Duh. And his ability to guide Santa's sleigh through the <clears throat> densest fog in Christmas history is perhaps not from the actual illumination of his nose, but from sort of a psychic radar. This same ability is perhaps what enables Santa to know when you are sleeping, <clears throat> to know when you're awake, and to know when you've been bad or good. And let's not forget, now that you've never seen Santa without his cap, as for living at the North Pole, Santa denies any connection with the hollow earthers, Theo theosophists, the Nazi party, and UFOs. His only human contact are a few neighboring Eskimo who trade in Amata and reindeer. Every once in a while, they all get high and eat golden snow cones. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> wow. And there you have it. And that's a high times Christmas. That is crazy. Well, that's a crazy story, but we have to look up the mushroom to find out if it's red and white and if that's really what uh, Santa's suit resembles because um, that's that would be funny. All right, here's a story for you, folks. <clears throat> Florida man arrested for allegedly distributing free marijuana for Christmas. Now, what? yeah, what the heck is wrong with that? <laughs> When officers asked him why he was giving the cannabis away, the man reported, uh, simply reported, because it's Christmas. It seems Dr. Seuss's infamous Grinch have relocated to Florida as police in St. Petersburg, arrest, Petersburg arrested a man over the weekend for giving away marijuana to celebrate the holiday season. <laughs> arrested in this case was Richard Ellis Spurrier, 67, of St. Petersburg. Police say that they contacted Superior at about 11 p.m. on Saturday night on 2nd Street North in St. Petersburg because they had been told by a witness that he was handing out marijuana to strangers as they passed by on the street. <laughs> After approaching him, police say they noticed a small amount of marijuana shake on the sleeve of his shirt. A search of Superior's backpack by law enforcement officers yielded 45 grams of marijuana and a prescription bottle with the man's name on it. According to media reports, a purple glass pipe and a digital scale, both with marijuana residue, were also delivered. Officers also found a sword hidden in the cane Spurrier carries. Wow. According to a um, Pineas County officer, a sheriff's office booking report, uh, Spurrier has been charged with two crimes. The first is possession of marijuana with intent to sell or distribute has been charged as a felony because of the amount of cannabis confiscated by police exceeded 20 grams. Um, if, yeah, where are you guys? If convicted of the offense, Barrier could spend up to five years in prison and be subject to a, a fine of up to $5,000. He was also arrested on a charge of possession of drug paraphernalia a misdemeanor in the first degree that is punishable by up to one year in jail and a $1,000 fine. So just for having pipe. Oh, boy. Although Florida has legalized cannabis for med uh, medicinal purposes, recreational marijuana is still illegal in the state. 
Qualified patients with the doctor's recommendation are only permitted to purchase medical marijuana at dispensaries licensed by the state. So there was your problem, buddy. Come on. You know, we're trying to do the right thing, trying to do a fun thing, trying to do a happy thing. (laughs) Now, had you been registered, licensed, and stood outside of the dispensary where patients were coming out of, in and out of, you could have handed out all the free weed right there you wanted. That would have been a smart idea. I'll think about it next time. Get smart, donor. Florida currently has nearly 300,000 qualified patients with a valid medical marijuana identification card, according to data from the state's official uh, Office of Medical Marijuana Use. This isn't the first time a man has been arrested for giving away pot uh, for free during the holiday season. In 2015, 57-year-old Randy Lang of California's Monterey Peninsula, Peninsula was taken into custody by police after he entered a Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant dressed as Santa Claus and began handing out marijuana wrapped in napkins. Oh, my God. Um, to the patrons saying he was Santa and that he, did, that he had a gift for them. After customers called police, officers found plastic bags containing, containing two pounds of pot and placed him under arrest. He told me he likes giving out marijuana. I have never experienced anything like this, he said <laughs> to the sergeant of police at the Seaside Police Department. Well... Again, maybe hand that stuff out at a dispensary. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, um, get on down to uh, Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We And check out tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. There's all sorts of information for you. Uh, you can find out all the ways, that, uh, all the ailments that you have, any challenges of, you can get your card for. We radio can tune in live to the radio show right now and you can blog with me right now did we have any bloggers today i didn't even see hello bloggers out there probably not it's christmas you're all opening gifts <laughs> um so get up yep that's what i thought okay so you can get links to the radio show you can tune in live you can also check out the news section um there oh also don't panic about the digital cards and don't really freak out because we're going into a whole new year for 2020 they're really not that hard and we will help you come on down to tumbleweed health center 4826 east broadway boulevard we'll show you how to navigate and mostly here's the problem you want to know the problem here it is okay get ready write this down tweet it text it share it like it the problem is the emails from the state health department go to your junk and spam. Yes, they do. That's exactly where they go. I'm so sorry to tell you that, but that's where they go. Um, you normally people get the first one and they call and they panic. And this is what happens. Cause I've, I've answered the phone a few times when this has happened. They say, I got the first one. It says I'm approved, and it says it says wait for my second you know email. I'm going to get another email with a link so I can register, so I can go to the dispensary. And they're really quick. They're they're pretty quick with it, you know. Um, it's not taking the three or four weeks anymore uh, like it did. So if you got your approval email, just right away go to your um, junk and spam because it's probably there because I think they send them out at the same time and for whatever reason it happened to me. Um, it's happened to quite a few people. So don't panic. Just check your junk and spam. I don't know why they filter things out that we we have in there anyway. Um, so there's some news. We posted how long this THC stay in your system. Um, no more events coming up next year. We will hopefully have some good events and have some fun. Um, thank you for enjoying all the events we did have this year. And um, let's see, videos. There's some really great videos. I was going to even try and play some, um, but um, we don't, you know, I was trying to actually download the um <laughs> Every time I look at this, John Oliver is such a funny video. Um, but I was trying to get the Sanjay Gupta Weed Four on here. We have the first three, but we don't have the we don't have the fourth one for some reason. And then next week, <clears throat> because we I will be playing this. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how hungover I am. Just kidding. Um, but we'll hopefully have Weed Day Wednesday next week. Um, but on the way out, let's just play this because we can. Let's see if it works. Uh oh, hang on one second. Let's go back. We gotta start this over. Ready? Go. All right. Thank you everybody for tuning in to Weeds Day Wednesday. Oh my gosh, I love this video. 
Pigpen's playing the stand-up bass. It's fantastic. There's just dirt flying everywhere, and they're all just dancing back and forth and shaking little heads. <laughs> Snoopy's playing another little bass, and it's only got two strings. I love it. <laughs> just fantastic. Happy holidays, folks. Have a Merry Christmas. Be nice to each other out there, and for God's sake, for God's sake, smoke a ton of weed. Just smoke it. Eat it. Drink it. Drink it. Drink it. Get motion on. Do what you need to do. Smoke it up. That's right. It's quicker. It's faster. And be careful what you're vaping out there, okay? Merry Christmas from everybody at Weed Day Wednesday, from everybody at Tumbleweed Center, everybody to Tumbleweed Center. We love you all. We thank you. We appreciate more than you will ever know. Um, we wish you a wonderful Merry Christmas. And we'll see you uh, next week for the new year. Oh, and remember, can't forget this. Be smart, be safe, and educate folks always.